What's going on, everyone? Welcome to uh, season two of the Curio House podcast. We've got someone joining us today. Hello. This is Mercedes, aka Merle. And <laughs> not that many people call me Merle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to season two. We're excited to get this kicked off. Um, I think we wanted to change the format a little bit so that we could bring more valuable content for you. And then also hopefully have some more dialogue, get some uh, other perspectives and just have more great conversation. So wanted to introduce Merle to every, or sorry, Mercedes to everyone. <laughs> so uh, Mercedes, you're a new agent yes. with Exit, but also a new agent in general. Yes. So when did you get licensed? I got licensed on August 24th. Which, what is that, like six weeks ago? Six and a half weeks ago? Okay. Um, Yeah, I was a dental assistant before. Okay. And then me and my boyfriend wanted to buy a house, and we were living in kind of the Conroe, the Woodlands, Texas, and we're both from North Texas, so we were kind of looking at houses all, all over the place there, and... Um, found that they were very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we were. All, we also both have family from Oklahoma, so we were visiting his family um, in Easter-ish and looked at houses kind of on a whim. You guys got roped in. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we found a new construction house we loved, and and that was game over. We signed papers like two days later. So <laughs> wasted no time. No, it was awesome. So. so- Anyways, that's what prompted me to switch fields. I knew I didn't want to be in dental forever okay. and chose real estate. And now it's kind of been a whirlwind. So did you decide you wanted to become a real estate agent before uh, you had actually bought the house? Like, were you thinking kind about of this simultaneously? For a while? Okay. So you're like I mean, I had thought house. about it in the past, I suppose, but I was always scared to switch fields, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of scary to go switch, even though I'm young, I'm... 26 it still feels scary like it feels like you're starting over yeah have you had to do that before like switch Uh, fields and start over I was I guess I kind of switched fields I was in just kind of admin work in a doctor's office in front office and so switching to dental was different but it felt like less of a leap yeah so that was something that I've had to do multiple times where I like have decided I'm for whatever reason, changing from one field to another, whether it was going from retail into film or from film into real estate or farming or whatever. And it's, it's a big difference. Real estate, right? I and feel it's like, like a little bit more of a scary, could be a scary jump because you hear from everybody that you might not make any money for six months, <laughs> well, if not more. And also you're coming into real estate in an interesting time. Because, well, like the last several years have been interesting. New but state, new people, <clears throat> and interesting real estate times. Yes. And so you're coming in on the tail end of what's been like the biggest real estate boom ever in history. Yeah. And now we're kind of coming into a market where things are shifting a little bit. And so what's like, what's been your experience so far? So you've been licensed six weeks. Six weeks. But you've been doing pretty well. I got lucky enough that I got a couple of referral clients. So I just closed on my first house on Thursday, um, which was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, and that one we closed early on, which was pretty cool. Very nice. Um, And then I do have one other one we're hoping to close. (laughs) That's a whole other story. It's a little bit more complicated. Um, It's new construction. It's just taking a little longer. So nothing crazy, but hopefully close next week. Um, 
but so yeah. two deals in six weeks six basically weeks, yeah. yeah yeah i was fortunate i feel like just to be trusted by people to take their referrals it took um, me six months <laughs> Uh, (laughs) my iconic giggle (laughs) but um yeah it's been my eyes won't stop watering um it's been fun it's a lot but I feel like I'm gonna learn it on the go and yeah you've been super helpful Bo's been super helpful Krista's been helpful um they're both they're both kind of referrals from Krista and Bo but yeah Honestly, uh, a lot of us at Exit get started with Krista. <laughs> she helps us out a lot. Yeah, she's she's the one that found us our house. So, yeah. And then when we met Bo as the builder with Greg, and it just kind of all fell into place. So when I told him I was thinking about real estate, he was, we want you. I was like, okay. It was just like the natural felt, thing. Yeah, it felt, fell all into place. And Well, we're happy to have you. I'm excited because... Pumped. So we're also, like, we're teaming up. We've got the Kiro House Group. Um, you've been a wonderful like addition to that because one of my things is that I always have like these ideas that I think are great and I want to implement them. And then I'm, I prioritize like revenue generating activities. Mm -hmm. And so I don't always spend the time like doing the, like for instance, the buyers and sellers guides the way Mm -hmm. that I really should. And you come in and you're like, Oh, this needs to be done. Let me just do this. And you just like get to work and that's awesome. And so we've got new like marketing materials and everything that we didn't have before. So thank I'm, you. I'm great at busy work. <laughs> really great. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I don't know why I find it like therapeutic just to like type something up. Yeah. I really like it. But well, but I've perfect. been it's also fun running around doing stuff and seeing houses. Yeah. So I love that too. So question for you. As a new agent, having come into exit and kind of experiencing like the exit culture, what do you think about the brokerage, the office um, versus like some of these other companies? Uh, Like, well, I guess you don't have any experience with them. Yeah, so far I find it fantastic. I mean, even from the course that Bo recommended me take, getting into real estate, I feel like it set me up for success. And I mean, I've only heard horror stories, I guess, from other agents saying that they joined a brokerage that was super competitive and you just, you know, you signed up, but then nobody helps you do anything. Yeah. I can't even imagine It'd be not terrible. having any help. No. Well, <laughs> and writing a contract for the first time. You're like, what? <laughs> you don't even know where to go find the contract that you need to write. No. If no like one's helping what, you. Or like what forms you need or, but here's the thing that gets me is one of the things that differentiate, what did I just try and say? You said it right. Did I? Okay. Differentiate. Different. Well, you got me self-conscious before we started rolling. We were I talking, correct him. and she was correcting my verbiage, my verbiage. I can't. And I can't even remember what you were saying. It was a. Uh, well, anyway. Cumulative. Cumulative. That's what it was. <laughs> that's a hard word. <laughs> it's not a hard word. Well, okay, a little bit <laughs> Fine. hard. Fine. Anyway, um, one of the things that differentiates uh, agents is like the value propositions, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what do you bring to the table? And I feel like some of these newer agents or just agents in general that get started at some of these brokerages where they maybe don't have all of the support or like these closer relationships with leadership or what have you, you don't really um, develop those value propositions. And what I'm thinking of specifically is like how to understand trends in the market, how to negotiate different aspects of the contract, how to make like a more competitive situation for your buyer or seller, things like that. Like you just don't get that experience. And so it makes it harder for you to develop that slight edge. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 
and I don't know how else you would learn it other than being around people that are more experienced, but that are helpful beings. I don't know what the right, how to word it the right way, but someone that's just willing to actually take the time and give you their experience and their knowledge. And cause I don't even know without it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to word it the right way, but, um, you just need somebody that's going to be able to take you under their wing just a little bit. Yeah. You, you know, you don't, You've, it's, you it's don't need someone point. holding you. You don't want somebody holding your hand or you shouldn't want somebody holding your hand the whole way. Cause otherwise you're never going to actually learn how to do it yourself. But yeah, I mean, you need somebody to kind of give you little nuggets. So you kind of sound at least like, you know what you're talking about yeah. when you're talking to a client. Well, and one of the things about you uh, that I think is really great is we were talking the other day and you said you're able to like, if you hear a story, or you hear someone else right. say something, you're able to kind of pick up on that and then use that information or use that story. And that's a trait that we share. I, I do the same thing. Yeah. And that really has helped me. Like I'll hear Bo say something or I'll hear, uh, you know, Krista tell a story or an anecdote or something and I just pick it up or I read it in a book or whatever. Yeah. But then you can turn around and even just repeat it in your own words to a client that you're working with. And they're like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. They really know what they're talking, talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just, that's what I, and it helps people make, feel more comfortable around you. I mean, there's a element of just being friendly and easy to talk to, but if you kind of have a little bit of like a war story that you can share with them about their scenario, they're like, yeah. okay, this person's been to this before. Exactly. They know how to handle it. We're going to be fine. Yep. And I, exactly. And that like coming off as, you know, confident, like you said, right. you've been through this before. Yeah. Even though you haven't. <laughs> it just puts them at ease a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you develop that experience organically, you know, as you get through your first couple transactions and you like just experience the flow of how everything happens, then you start to develop like that confidence to just really get into it and talk yeah. about it. I'm still working on that. Yeah. But it, it's just, I, like, time is that I'm factor just, that you just can't really speed up something. No, you can't. But I just... I want to make sure I'm doing everything right and in the right order and sending the documents to the right people. And yeah, but well, so far you're doing good. <laughs> so made it through. So interesting times in the real estate market. And I'm interested to know, like, so as a new agent, what are you seeing? Like what just observation wise, what are you seeing in the market right now? Observation wise. Yeah. So because what are I'm more thinking, hesitant Okay. Is that what you want to go towards? Well, I was kind of wondering, like, uh, so I've had conversations with people who are asking about, like, interest rates because that's the hot topic right now in the right. news. Like, everyone's talking about housing crash or, you know, this crisis that we're in and rates are, like, super high. But I feel like it's not a crisis for, like, it's being in real estate. <laughs> everyone's like, it's panic. Like, but it's not. It's not at all. It feels the ex <laughs> that's why I guess it's a confusing question because it kind of feels the same. Yeah. Although I know I'm new, so I can't really, you know, speak on it. I don't have 20 clients I'm helping right now, but it kind of feels the same because there's still just as many people buying houses are still being sold quickly. Yeah. So I feel like the news is just trying to scare everybody. That's okay. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. So yeah, I, I am in a complete agreeance. Uh, I think there's this narrative right now that is like, Hey, the world's falling apart. Um, there's all of this division that's, that's been going on for a couple of years. I now. mean, it does but make a difference. I mean, we've had Tammy come in 
two, three weeks in a row now for our office me- meetings talking to us about interest rates. Yeah. And we're talking about Tammy Mazza from AMC. Yes, she's great. She is great. Sweetheart. But and it does make a difference. I mean, it does control people's buying power a little bit, but there are so well, many things and we can get into it. Maybe it, I don't know if you want to get into it this episode or not, but there's so many programs that we've heard from her and other people in her same field that can still give people the ability to buy a house that they want. Yes. Well, and so that goes back again to like agents differentiating themselves by having these value propositions and being able to speak to these programs to help people. Right. So you're giving your clients a, a competitive edge. And so I think one of the programs that you're talking about from Tammy is her uh, 2-1 buy-down. Mm-hmm. And she was telling us about that. That's kind of an interesting awesome. program. Yeah, because what it does is it essentially allows you to, like, let's say the rate's 7% right now. Well, you can buy down the rate and uh, get, like, a rate in the fives for the first, I think it was the first, what is it? Is it the first two years? Yeah. So the first year it's down two points from whatever it's at. So let's say 5%. Or, sorry. Yeah. And then year two, and then it, goes it goes up to, to six. six year three. And the idea is after that point, you can refinance and get a lower rate because the rates will have dropped by then. Yes. Yeah. So the general consensus on the mortgage side is that we're expecting a refi boom here in the next like 18 to 24 months. Yes. Okay. So the, the strategy for the buyers, it sounds like is, Hey, let's find a way to get a competitive rate in this market and then plan on refinancing a year and a half, two years down the road. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a good plan. I I think it's a great plan. I mean, I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to try (laughs) try it out. I mean, at least sit down and speak with somebody like Tammy and see, Hey, can you just show me what all my options are? Heck yeah. That's what they want to do is help you. So, Real quick, let's just get real about rates, okay? And really, she'll also tell you that they've been higher than what they are right now. Of course. don't panic. Yeah. And people were still buying houses even then. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I want agents to understand is that there will be real estate closings every single day for the rest of as long as we're operating. Like, it's just a thing that's going to happen. And so, like, for agents, um, it's not... Like we can't go to work panicked every day, right? We just have to keep our head down and work, you know? And give be able to give your client a contact like Tammy who will sit there and take her time and explain it to them so it's not mm -hmm. a foreign language and help them get the best option for them. Yeah. Well, and so kind of real quick, I want to, so I've got the CTO agent, um, app up on the iPad. Um, so if you were buying a $250,000 house and you're using an FHA loan, let's say this was happening back in, uh, February and you were on a five and a half percent interest rate, your principal and interest payment would be just under $1,400, 1393. Um, your down payment, FHA is three and a half percent down. So your down payment would be 8,700 and you've got another seven grand in closing costs. Okay. okay. So 16,5 to get into the house. And then your monthly payment is what would you say? Your monthly payment principal and interest is just under 1400. Okay. All right. So now not bad. Now we're going to plug in a seven and a quarter 
that payment <laughs> so that payment goes from <laughs> let's say 1400 to now 1675 yeah it's a big difference so it's a big difference so that is the pain point that i'm hearing buyers talk about right, right now but um here's the thing that $200 difference with like Tammy's 2-1 buy down um, would be nothing. Negates it basically, yeah. yeah it's gone. Um, or there's credit unions that are doing like a 5-1 arm. And that is uh, basically where, so the arm rate is a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what the arm rate is like this week, but let's just say 30 year fixed rate is seven and a quarter right now. Maybe you could get that 5-1 arm at six and a half. Right. Um, so you're going to save, you know, whatever it is, 50, 60, 70, 80 bucks a month. Um, and then, so the way that five, one works is it is fixed for five years and then it adjusts up to one point each year after that. <laughs> I don't know. I've had like five shots of espresso. <laughs> but I was up wondering like, I just felt like Are you starting to twitch? <laughs> I just felt like I was kind of starting to like dance while you're talking. Oh. Did you hear anything I said? <laughs> I'm okay, crying. This is, <laughs> this is why we wanted to co-host this. <laughs> okay, five one R. <laughs> Moving on. So it's that it's that two hundred dollar a month difference that's making buyers um, stress right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a huge difference. If you have special, I mean, unless you plan on getting a huge raise at work. Yeah. I mean, a huge raise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of what is happening on the buyer side, right? Yeah. What's happening to sellers, though? Like when you think about it. People are, well, you need to think about your house and buyers are viewing it going back to buyers a little bit but yeah people are getting the ability to be more picky yes. i guess because they know that your house might be sitting on the market a little longer so they're like well why don't you uh fix that carpet for me yeah is that making sense or, yeah. i'm not saying yeah. it in technical terms no but i <laughs> what you what you're basically saying or what i'm hearing is that the the market isn't this like blow up seller's market, like right. list your house and get a million dollars or, you know, for not doing anything to it. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to put Those... a little bit more thought into maybe touching up your paint or something. Yeah. And so, uh, gonna sell. yeah, this might have to give it a little love if it needs it. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of things that, uh, sellers can do. And actually I think maybe we will hold off. On, we won't get into the weeds too much on that. We can touch on it in the next episode, yeah. but, um, I did want to talk briefly about the market and kind of what you've seen and everything. So, um, you being a new agent, I'm just curious before we wrap this up going forward, what's going to be like your action plan? Like, what are you doing to generate business and like, you know, well, we're working together, but we're <laughs> trying to open houses every Sunday minimum. Okay. Open to doing more, obviously. Yeah. Um, and that's just because I feel like being new, I want to meet people in person. Okay. Um, and I feel like it's just giving me experience, even if I'm not necessarily getting a client out of each and every one, but it's a way to kind of throw myself in. Um, and what else are we doing? 
<laughs> we, so we, we're doing these podcasts. We're doing the podcast. A lot more video content for, you know, maybe trying to reach people online. Um, I have a lot of people that I know that are in Texas still. And I will so been, I mean, I've been telling them, but I can help you find an agent there because Exit's huge. Yeah. International company. Yeah. And there's tons of agents um, in North Texas and the Woodlands. They have a, have a Woodlands one uh, location, too. Anyways, meet people through social media and see if, you know, I can maybe provide value or just bring you along on my real estate journey <laughs> on there. Yeah. Um, and then we're kind of just looking at some neighborhoods to start going and farming a little bit doing some advertising and yeah. marketing in specific neighborhoods and that's that's a strategy that I think is is really great because in my mind you know people that are selling like they want their agent to be the local expert right right and so developing that expertise inside a neighborhood I think is the best way to make sellers feel comfortable with you as an agent listing their home yeah so no I mean I props to you for helping me figure out what the heck to do because I even I sat down with you and I sat down with Bo and I'm like, you come in and you don't have any idea what you're doing. There's like a zillion YouTube videos of people trying to tell you cold call and do all this. And I'm just like, okay, someone tell me what the heck I should do. <laughs> Cause everyone's saying there's like 20 things I could be doing right now. Yeah. There's only so many hours in the day and I just want to be, know which one is helpful. Yeah. At the end of the day, like you said, there's a million things you could do. You just need to pick a handful of them and then do them consistently. And well, yeah. 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 So. It's going to be exciting. It I'm, is going to be exciting. <laughs> it's still kind of nerve wracking. Like, yes, I have these referrals, but but I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be good. Pretty Freya's, pumped. Freya's not done giving us cat hair. No. <laughs> anyway, well. Merle, I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm sorry, Mercedes. I'm excited about this. This is going to be good. If people start calling me Merle, They're well, people totally do already happy. call me that, but it's happening. Like I, <laughs> people, Merle, like Merle Haggard, it's not the cutest name, nickname, no. <laughs> but it works. I think the reason it's so funny to me is that, like, I don't know, for because you, you're blonde, like attractive blonde, <laughs> and you're being called Merle, and I think it's hysterical. I like it better than some of the other stuff I've been called. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I've had every nickname under the book. No, my middle name is not Benz, or I don't drive a Mercedes. You don't? None I of did those see things. that you washed your car though. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. guys, thanks so much. Oh, thank you for tuning into the Curio House podcast. Um, so this episode, really, we wanted to introduce you to Merle and kind of talk a little bit about what's going on, what we're seeing, and uh, hopefully we can get a little more in the weeds uh, in these next episodes. We're still going to be bringing on industry professionals, um, you know, home inspectors, lenders, all sorts of people to hopefully bring you, you know, valuable content and help you understand the housing market better on both sides, the buy side and the sell side. Or if you're an agent or someone else in the real estate industry, hopefully we can bring you some valuable content as well. So guys, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>